don't hold anything back. Share with them uh, how to do the proper rehab, how to price a home, how to market it properly, how to get it on all the sites. We talk about tenant screening because most of all think they know more about that than they do. Home inspections, we talk about insurance. Welcome to the Property Management Brainstorm Show with Bob Preston. Bob is the president, owner, and broker of North County Property Group, the fastest growing and top-ranked property management company in North County, San Diego. This podcast is for property owners and investors who are considering hiring a professional property management company to manage their property assets. You'll hear from leading professionals on the best practices surrounding the San Diego rental market, what's involved in successfully renting your property, and how to make sure your property is managed correctly. Now, here is your host, Bob Preston. Welcome, brainstormers, to the Property Management Brainstorm Show. I'm Bob Preston, your host, broadcasting from our studio at North County Property Group in Del Mar, California. If you're new here, as always, I'm going to ask you to subscribe so you have ongoing access to our great episodes. And if you like what you hear, please, please, please pay it forward with a positive review. So today's episode is dedicated to all you property management listeners out there who are interested in continuing to grow your business. Early on in the COVID-19 pandemic, I will admit, I was not sure what to do with our business development efforts at North County Property Group. In March and April, were property investors still going to hire property managers? I didn't have the answer to that question. Were marketing efforts going to fall on deaf ears? And were tenants even going to pay their rent? A lot of uncertainty at that time for sure. But here we are in the fall of 2020, and it seems the market is ripe for gaining new property management clients. Many self-managers of rental properties are not sure of best practices during COVID-19, or maybe they are not sure to show and lease properties the right way at tenant turnover with safety under CDC measures and guidelines. So a lot of property management companies are actually throttling up again on their business development efforts. And one business development effort that has always intrigued me that some property management companies are using successfully to bring in new clients is hosting landlord seminars. I have with me today as a guest on the show, a person who I saw speak about six months ago, well, a little more than six months ago at the California State Chapter NARPM convention in Palm Springs on this very topic. And that's Mike Connolly, broker owner at East Bay Property Management of Fremont, California, a company that has successfully put on these types of landlord seminars to bolster their business development efforts and grow their portfolio. Mike, welcome to Property Management Brainstorm. Great to be here, Bob. Hey, I've been excited about this episode because, you know, as we were chatting before we started, I got to see you speak at CalNARPM in February, and we've had a plan to do some landlord seminars ourselves. So I'm thrilled to have you on the show. And I thought maybe a good starting place would be if you can start off by just telling our listeners about yourself, how you got into property management. I know you do it with your brother and maybe a bit about your company, East Bay Property Management. Sure, Bob. Well, basically, this is my third career. I got nice. uh, to property management just a little over four years ago. I'm 61, so I'm not a spring chicken. And I um, uh, am kind of a serial entrepreneur. Basically, when I got into this business, I purchased a franchise. And when you, uh, th- and that only lasted about 18 months before myself and the franchisor parted ways. But 
one thing about buying a franchise is that once you write a check for quite a bit of money to get a particular territory, and then you make uh, all you know the uh, initial investments, you are in property management. You're not dabbling in it. You're you've jumped in the water. So. I can say that from the very beginning, I was 100% committed to this business. And so that kind of makes me a little different than most property managers who kind of fall into it accidentally or out of, yeah. you know, a few properties here and there. I just dove into it four and a half years ago. And I'm in the Bay Area of Northern California, a town called Fremont. And it's one of the largest in terms of square miles, cities in the state. I cover eight cities besides Fremont, all within 20, 25 minutes of my office. And I currently manage right at 500 properties, most of them single family homes, average rent right around $3,000 a month. That is my business in a nutshell. That's an amazing growth trajectory in just four years. I mean, that's very, very impressive. Yeah, well, as I mentioned, Bob, I, I didn't start this at 28. I was 58. So everything's been kind of on warp speed since I started. Good for you. Hey, I'm just out of curiosity, if you're willing to share, what were your previous two careers? My previous two careers, well, I um, am a fifth generation furniture guy. Really? My, my great, great grandfather had a retail furniture store here in the Bay Area then my uh, great-grandfather, grandfather, father. And so when I got out of college, I went to school at Berkeley. I, uh, it was destined. I had to go into furniture. So I had a wholesale furniture business for 15 years, grew that, sold it to a Fortune 500 company, and then went into full-time Christian ministry for over 10 years. So that was my second career. I actually was a pastor of a church here in the Bay Area. No kidding. Yeah, I noticed that in your background. I think it might have been on LinkedIn or someplace. I noticed you have a degree in theology, right? Correct. Wow. Interesting. So in property management, you need God on your side. <laughs> right. It was a natural transition. Okay. So you've already alluded to the fact that you have a robust business development program at East Bay Property Management. In fact, you know, you put on classes about it, right? For PMs, as I understand. Uh, not actually classes. I've done, uh, I did the national conference okay. in uh, 2019. I did a state conference um, uh, earlier this year. So I've done some conferences, but not actual classes for property managers and some one-on-one -on -one training. Okay. Available, I guess, as a mentor if somebody wanted to reach out to you. Yeah. Absolutely. I've um, listened to a couple of your videos. I've seen some of your materials. Like I said, I went to that state chapter conference out in NARPM and Palm Springs. I have lots of great ideas on how to build a business development program. Today, I'd like to focus on that one concept, though, that we've been kicking around here, and that's the hosting of landlord seminars. I am eager to hear more. Seems like a lot of work and effort to put on an event like that, but I'd like to get your input on Start at the High Level. How does it work? Let me give you a little history of how I got into landlord seminars, because it seems like every property manager would like to put on landlord seminars, but none do. And it's, yeah. it's so simple to get started. I was, uh, I'd been in business just a little over a year and I was starting to advertise in an apartment magazine, the AOA magazine here in California, trying to see if I could get some apartment business going. And the advertising manager for the magazine, because I was running a full page ad, decided to throw me a bone. And he said, Mike, how would you like to speak at one of our monthly 
apartment owner gatherings. We have one every month in Oakland and one every month in San Jose. And you could speak to them for two hours on just some basics of property management. Good way to get your feet wet, I guess, right? Have someone put you in front of a bunch of people. Exactly, Bob. I I said, I'd love to do it. So here I'd only been in business a, a little over a year and I'm in front of 80 apartment owners in Oakland and 80 in San Jose who had been managing their apartments for decades. And I just simply, in a very uh, systematic way, presented how to manage a, a property properly, how to properly do the rehab, how to advertise it, how to screen for tenants, how to do inspections. We talked about tax deductions, 1031, and all in a two-hour seminar, and they just ate it up. And here I am, just a rookie, kind of just winging it. It was wonderful. The The problem was that both of those cities, Oakland and, and San Jose, were out of my trade area. In addition, a lot of these landlords were cheapskates, and they were just do-it-yourselfers. They weren't going to go with my services. So after doing a couple of seminars in each location, I said to myself, you know what? I got to do these in my own office in Fremont for landlords that own rental homes. So that's how I kind of fell into doing the seminars. Immediately started incorporating the seminars into my regular postcard mailings because I'm mailing postcards four times a year to 17,000 absentee owners in my eight cities and they started coming to my seminars. Wow, that's fantastic. So it sounds like your typical practice, I guess, pre-COVID was to host them there in your office. You must have an open space where you can do that. Or maybe by now you've graduated to hosting them at a larger facility or something. But post-COVID, I mean, are you still doing them in person? Are you still doing the events? And if so, have they gone virtual? What's the current state of the, the landlord seminar? Well, what's interesting, Bob, is that my last seminar was March 14th. It was a Saturday. And I I anticipated to have over 100 there. And this is uh, right before the Bay Area uh, shutdown. And I had about 35 show up instead of 100. And most of them were elderly. And so here I had 35 people in kind of close quarters. My office lobby is not that large. I can pack in maybe 80. I was splitting the seminar into a morning and an afternoon session. And uh, so that that was the last seminar that I had. Now, what I've done is put together a condensed 30-minute version of each of my two seminars. I'm going to get into my second seminar shortly and put them, posted them on my website. So any landlord that would be interested in uh, getting kind of an appetizer of my okay. seminar can see it on my website. So have you attempted or have you thought about doing a virtual live event? I have. Um, I, I have kicked it around. I'm, I'm uh, looking at January. Okay. Fantastic. Good for you. So how often, I guess, pre-COVID were you, were you planning and hosting these events? Every 90 Mark? days. So here's how it worked, Bob. Okay. I have been mailing for the last two years every quarter order a four-page newsletter to 17,000 absentee owners that I'm not doing business with that own a rental home in eight cities. And in the newsletter, I give them uh, all kinds of tips on how to uh, uh, manage their home better than they are now. And these are almost all do-it-yourself owners. And throughout the newsletter, I advertise my 12 Basics to Property Management Seminar. 
it's $59. It's not free. The, the first couple seminars I did, it was free. But guess what? People, there's more of a value to something if you charge a little bit. And in my opinion, the seminar, if I had to put a price tag on it, it's worth $2,000 to a do-it-yourself owner. I bet. And I think that if you charge for it, then they're more likely to show up. Whereas if it's for free, it's kind of like, well, you know, hey, I, I don't need to go tonight. Or they put that beer, glass of wine or whatever. and kind of never make it over. Exactly. Right? And I've, I've had uh, owners say, well, can I've got another friend who's a landlord. Can he come for free? And I say, absolutely not. Please bring them, but no, it's bring, you got to bring a check for $59. However, if you have an adult son or daughter or a spouse, bring them. Uh, they're they're uh, complimentary. And uh, then, of course, I also advertise this to my existing owners. So my uh, I, I have some owners that have nothing better to do than to come to a Saturday morning seminar and hear me speak for two hours on how I'm managing their house. And this uh, just, you know, it just builds credibility with your existing owners. Absolutely. I mean, it uh, may, it builds in further confidence that they're with the right property management company. Now, you can only keep people's attention for so long. Now, you mentioned you have sometimes a morning and an afternoon. What is the typical length of one of your seminars? Okay, my seminars are always Saturday mornings from 10 to 12. I ask people okay. to come 15 minutes early because I have a nice brunch. Uh, I host it as I mentioned, in uh, the uh, lobby here of my office. And prior to having it in my office, I was actually renting a room down the street. But I, now I love having it here in my own office because people can see my business. They can see where my staff work. They can come into my office after the seminar and exchange cards, talk a little bit about their property. So two hours, that is the perfect amount of time. I covered 12 points, 12, the 12 basics of property management. And uh, each one is about 10 minutes long when I, I allow a little time for questions. And this is open kimono, right? You share all your tips and secrets. I mean, you don't hold anything back, I gather. Don't right? hold anything back. I share them, share with them uh, how to do the proper rehab, how to price a home, how to market it properly, how to get it on all the sites. We talk about uh, tenant screening because most of them are, they all think they know more about that than they do. And uh, home inspections, we talk about insurance, the move out, and uh, we talk about tax deductions, 1031. I always begin the seminar with about 10 minutes of a uh, forecast of real estate here in the Bay Area over the next nice. 12 to 24 months. Doesn't come from me. I use experts, guys like Bruce Norris from mm -hmm. the Norris Group down in Southern California, who's who's a real timing expert, because I want to, to share uh, with my owners that I know a little bit about the real estate market. And, uh, yeah. you know, that, that kind of transcends into my uh, tips and techniques. I also put on my website a couple days before the seminar all my forms, my leases, my tenant handbook, and I make that available for uh, the $59 charge. They're, they're able to go to my website and download all those forms. Wow. That's really generous to, to provide all that. Now, you mentioned earlier, I heard you talk about out-of-area owners. So you have, I guess, access to some sort of a list. I mean, I think that's who you're inviting or mailing to. How do you acquire that list? Where do you get that? I get that from my title company. 
Now, mm-hmm. I'm a broker. I don't sell real estate. I only manage it. My brother, Tom, who works in my office, he sells real estate. So he has a title company that he's been working with for a number of years. And the representative, it's real simple. They just pull out on an Excel spreadsheet every single name of an owner of a property that doesn't reside at that property. That tells you it's a rental. Mm -hmm. So in Fremont, for instance, there are over 8,000 absentee owners. That that tells me there's 8,000 landlords of rental homes. Then I provide it to a mailing company, uh, put together my newsletter and have it printed. I do that out of state. And the newsletter is shipped right to the mailing company where they uh, affix the label and mail it out. I'm curious when you get people attending or maybe if you bring on new business as a result of your seminars, how many are people that are already with other property management companies and how many are, you know, maybe do-it-yourself people or, you know, from a percentage aspect or maybe even owners who have a second home, you know, who've never thought about renting it, but then they meet you and they're like, so they're kind of three categories, right? Well, I would say almost 100% are self-managing owners. Now, when I'm mailing out 17,000 newsletters, I'm getting right around 100 attendees at my seminar, my property management seminar. I'd say of those 100 attendees, you've got a lot bringing spouses and a daughter or a son. So maybe you've got 60 to 70 actual property owners, and almost all of them are self-managing owners. You're going to get at the end of the seminar, in my case, four or five who are going to immediately say, Mike you take over my house. I've seen what you do. It's it's not even close to what I'm doing. You you go ahead and take it over. Let's let's talk next week. So that's going to happen immediately. But as we know, a lot of owners don't call us until they've got a vacancy. So owners that attended my seminar last year or the year before that now get a yeah. vacancy, they're calling me saying, "I went to your seminar 18 months ago, Mike. It was great. You were great." I've now got a vacancy. I want to turn my house over to you. The seminar that keeps giving, right? I mean, you sort of have this uh, investment in them and they've appreciated your information. They keep coming back for more. I'm wondering if uh, we've seen this where we have had a steady flow of new business opportunities with property owners who have been self-managing, but now we've got COVID (laughs) and they're saying things like, I don't know how to show this property safely. I don't want to have a bunch of people that I don't know coming into my house and I've got to meet them there. You guys have the CDC guidelines and the safety measures already in place. Can you take this for me, right? I got to imagine that it would be prime time to start doing these seminars and maybe even do them virtually. I don't know. So I'm just kind of brainstorming with you here now, but it seems like, God, there's got to be really great opportunity. In yeah, I, I believe there is, Bob. I have, uh, since uh, the, the uh, shelter in place first started, I immediately thought I've got to do a postcard mailing. And matter of fact, the first postcard I did actually says shelter in place. Oh, wow. Okay. Now you need property management more than ever for your rental home. And so I've, I've mailed out a couple of subsequent uh, postcards, not newsletters. Mm-hmm. I put those on the shelf for this year. But um, you are just 
adding more complexity to the management process with COVID-19. I remember in the early days of the pandemic, in fact, I even suspended my podcast for a period of time because I felt I wasn't being real with myself to present myself as an expert in this industry when there was so much unknown about COVID-19 and what was going to happen and how to be safe and all these things. So I actually suspended my podcast for about, I think, 30 days. But now, you know, I think we all have our practices that we've implemented. We've done a lot of change at our company. And I know some of those changes will never go back, right? Because they're just such great ways to get people to see the property virtually, to get them into properties virtually and do this this sort of what we call the no touch lease, right? Lease and move in. So those things I think would appeal to a lot of do-it-yourself landlords. Absolutely. I agree. If you have an agenda slide that you show in your PowerPoint, the very first thing, what are the items you have on that agenda? You know what it's like, Bob? It's like making a listing presentation, not to just one potential owner, but to a room full. Yeah, we all have our pitch kits, right? So that's probably not much different. What about takeaways? Do you do you give them a kit to take away with them that has all this stuff in it or post it online where people who attend can log in and download things that they want? Yeah, Bob, I give them, well, everybody uh, gets when they walk in a, uh, a handout that they're going to fill in to keep them awake during the two hours. So they fill in the blanks <laughs> on all the, yeah. the, the 12 steps. So they're walking away with a nice, some nice information. And I uh, give them a free coffee mug, a few other little uh, knickknacks, and of course, brunch. And then they, uh, again, I'm, when I bring up my lease, that's that's one of the 12 tips. I uh, let them know this lease is available on my website. Go ahead and download it. It's in uh, a Word document, so you can change it to your format. And then I uh, give them a, a copy of my tenant handbook, which is about 60 pages long. That's on my website. Then a number of other forms, a um, security deposit return form, a move out form, an inspection form, a pet addendum. I put post them all on my website. So they're walking out with, like I said, in my opinion, the $2,000 price tag. I think that's brilliant though, Mike, because you know if, if you're the typical kind of do-it-yourself landlord and you get home and you sort of spread all this stuff out on your coffee table, they're probably saying to themselves, yikes, man, there's no way that I, I know enough to be able to work with all these documents and have the time to implement them. This guy though, Mike, you know, or Bob or whoever, he's got the team of people who are already doing it this way. So what what am I thinking, right? I think it's brilliant to to share that much detail. How about competitors? Have you ever had a competitor try to crash one of your seminars and then you know you're kind of like, "Hey dude, busted. I know you. You're not welcome here." Or do you let them come in? I have, Bob, but you know, I've had a couple come in there right here in the Bay Area. I've had a number of property managers outside of the Bay Area come to my seminars that have heard me speak either at uh, the NARPM convention or online that want to see it firsthand. And that's different. That's cool, right? <laughs> they're more than welcome. But to be honest with you, Bob, my competition are not other property managers here in the Bay Area. Yeah. It's the self-managing owner. You know, we're I would say 80% of the 17,000 rental homes in the East Bay are managed by the owner. And you know, mm-hmm. the tw- other 20% they're all split up between myself and some other property managers. We're all in this together. It's it's we're in the trenches. It's not easy. So, I have no problem having a, a property manager come and visit. 
Yeah, I'm of that same belief that I, you know, I put, I'm kind of open Komodo and transparent on our website. You can go see our pricing. I don't care. You know, if people want to secret shop us, they will. And uh, my attitude towards this is, well, you know what? Catch me if you can, because I think we have a pretty good program in place. And I think we're ahead of the curve on most aspects. And uh, if another property management company wants to learn from us at North County Property Group or do something that we're doing or emulate us, that's just in its own way, kind of a compliment to the company, right? Nice. So I heard you say, I think it was in one of your videos about kind of the do-it-yourself landlords. If you can't beat them, join them. And so I'm just curious what you meant by that. I would say, Bob, that I make about one prospective owner presentation a day, either on the phone or in person. Sure. I close about one out of three. Okay. The mm-hmm. other two out of three take my information and continue to do it themselves. Very rarely do I lose it to another property management company. Mm-hmm. They're just see if they can do it themselves. And so that's frustrating. But uh, my feeling is if they're not going to let me manage their property, then let me at least show them how to do it right. Okay. Let me charge them $59 and uh, have them come and see how to do it right. Because, you know, your rising tide lifts all boats. And if I can yeah. show a, a self-managing landlord how to, to screen a tenant properly, how to run a credit score for crying out loud, and which he's probably never done before. We're all better for it. You know, that's interesting because I clearly the, the benefit of the seminars for your company is bringing in new clients. I think that's the primary benefit you're looking for. But what I'm getting from you is that there's this also sort of intrinsic benefit of help a landlord, you know, and those things are all the karma aspects where these people might call you back or refer others to you that are kind of intangible. Absolutely. I've had people attend my seminar that have referred uh, friends of theirs that are also landlords to use my services, but they still manage their property themselves. <laughs> yeah. I've got, Mike, I've got somebody that wants to talk to you about your services. Well, what about you? No, Mike, no, I'm, I'm fine. I've, I've been doing it so long. Uh, so I laugh. I think that's a fun exchange. Like, oh, we'll get you over here someday. You know, you can kind of almost poke fun at them or have, like you say, laugh at the conversation. But I think that's terrific. Mike, I always like my guests to tell a brief story about themselves. So if you're willing and you've got maybe something that's been impactful on your life, maybe the way you run your business, I don't know, you can share with us whatever you like. You have something for us today that's a cool story? Yeah, Bob. Well, I've been married 27 years. Wow. Congratulations. And most people meet their wife in a bar and get married in the church. Okay. I met my wife in a church and I got married in a bar. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so here's how it happened. Um, basically 27 and a half years ago, my wife got invited to a church that I was one of the pastors at. And uh, I met her. And uh, 30 days later, I proposed to her. And wow. four months later, we were married. So we met in a church. And we were getting married at a winery in uh, uh, Sonoma County outside, but it rained that day on our wedding day. So we had to get married in the tasting room. Okay. So here we are. I love it. Here we are in this tasting room getting married. And I can see in the background behind all the guests, people uh, tasting wine. So we were literally in a bar and people were screaming out, you know, hey, go for it, get married. 
Cheers. Yeah. You know, I can, it's a great visual, Mike. I can just sort of envision like people in the background, uh, you know, sipping their wine and while you guys are trying to get married and barrel, you know, maybe wood barrels kind of <laughs> standing around on the floor. It's a great visual. Exactly. So, and then I always uh, let people know, you, you know what the most difficult year of marriage is, right, Bob? Right. <laughs> whatever one you're in. Yeah, that's right. You're supposed to say the first. It's funny. I was one of the ones who met my wife in a bar. In fact, it was in Mexico and Rosarito Beach. And the very first thing you do when you go into these bars, this is many years ago, you know, over 20 years ago myself, is uh, in Mexico, you buy one of these buckets of Coronas. Right. <laughs> So I get there, a bunch of friends are hanging out and I walk up to my wife and I say, would you like a Corona? And those were first words to my wife. And we still laugh about this to this, to this day. Nice. Hey, Mike, this is really good stuff. I can't thank you enough for coming on the, the show. Super great information. And I'd love to continue, but in the interest of time, we have to wrap things up today. Any last words, tips, or if someone wanted to get in touch with you and ask you for advice, how would they do that? Well, the last uh, tip I want to give is don't give up. Okay, so you, you make a mailing, you have maybe three or four people show up at your seminar. That's a great start. Do another mailing 90 days later, and it's just going to grow. And people will notice that, hey, this person, this man or woman that's doing property management is really the expert in uh, my area. And uh, the business will come to you if you stay with it. So that's what I recommend. If anybody at all wants my PowerPoint slides or my uh, any information at all regarding my uh, landlord marketing or anything else that I do, they can email me and I'd gladly send it to them. My, at, that's Mike at East Bay, PMC, Peter Mary Charlie.com. Fantastic. I'll put that, if it's okay with you, in the episode notes too, so people can have reference to that. Mike, this has been a great episode. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. We got to wrap up. So uh, I'd like to make another quick plug to our listeners to click on the subscribe button and please give us a like. Mike, that goes for you too. You got to subscribe and give us a like. By the way, you're an official brainstormer now. That's what I say to everybody who comes on the show, right? You get this little badge of honor as a, as a brainstormer. Please click on subscribe, give us a like, pay it forward with a positive review. So that helps encourage more great guests like Mike to come on our show. And that concludes today's episode. Thank you for joining the Property Management Brainstorm Show. Until next time, we will be in the field working hard for our clients to keep their properties properly managed and maintain top tenant relations. And we will catch you next time.